Uh, you're listening to Redemption Cast, season two. <laughs> Something. Nineteen. <laughs> season two, episode. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen. No, no, no. Nineteen. Caritas sends the host to seek Angel's help, but when investigations lead to a library and a strange book. The problem turns out to be much closer to home than the host wishes his friends to know. Lord! (laughs) (laughs) I heart Lord so much. Angel's a vampire who has a soul and is glad to see. He finds the dark. Robin. My name is Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. This is Gabby. And I am Illyrio from the clan of something. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a little bit too close to Steph. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. All of you live viewers. Hello, ladies. Those hey, girls! The audio version, you are missing out. Wait. Yes. <laughs> What's up? Man? I need to immediately talk about the fact. Forget the fact that we haven't been all five of us together in a while. Fuck that shit. All right. You guys know I love you. I've missed you a lot. But let's talk about <laughs> important things. What the fuck was on Cordelia's bikini? Seashells. <laughs> was it seashells? Who cares what was on it? Well, what was in it? Damn. Hey, now. Damn, girl. Mm. Looking fine. That was my um, own impression. I hope you all liked it. That was very ethnic. Thank Appreciate you. Urban. The word is urban, Robin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fuck. Yes, and uh, she had old lady hair while she was wearing that big Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's Judge Judy's hairdo? What? Oh, she's... Ew. Do not talk about that girl. That okay, you know the part where they were all, like, quiet for a second because they were all imagining Cordelia in a bathing suit? Yes. <laughs> that was not right. That was hilarious. About? I thought that was best. one of the best parts of the show. But I don't like... That was creepy. Yes, of course. <laughs> But men are creeps. Girls, they're like her brothers. Exactly. They're not supposed to be seeing her in that light. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) I think everybody's seeing her in that light. I was seeing her included. Uh huh. (laughs) I was totally having all the feelings. (laughs) Hey now, I think you're upping your lesbo street cred right now. Well, you know, we just talked about Willow a lot. Uh-huh, we did. <laughs> Lirio, are you about to play some Texas Hold'em? Damn right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, um, You're the baby. Yes. You're going to be hearing more of her. <laughs> I heard that for two years. I will never hear that again. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about the scene in the restaurant. Angel is uncomfortable because he's not he's not comfortable in public. He's used no. to being in the hotel. He's he's a recluse. <laughs> Wait, Spider, Illyria, go back to looking like Tig from Sons of Anarchy. Who from where? <laughs> go back to looking like Tig from Sons of Anarchy. Tig from Baywatch Nights. I'm watching it right now. 
<laughs> that, look at him. He looks like Tig. Yeah. <laughs> I know I don't know the characters' names, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Does Tig also have a receding hairline? Yeah, he's yeah, that he's, he's that Canadian guy. <laughs> Fuck you, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> now where the fuck is my crack pipe? <laughs> oh that's right, I lent it to Kim. <laughs> I'm sorry for derailing your comments, Steph. Oh, okay. Okay, they're celebrating Cordelia's. Uh, she's gonna be national away. commercial. National commercial. Not local commercial. Which, by the way, is my favorite part of having the NHL Center Ice package, where I can watch any game from the league. I always pick the most non-hockey market broadcast because <laughs> they play their commercials, and I love seeing hockey-themed commercials for local businesses in Florida and San Jose <laughs> and Carolina. It's hilarious. That's it's the best. bizarre. It is the best. Sounds weird. It's, it's awesome. It's like, that's what culture really is, right? That's, that's culture. All the little local ads with the little mm-hmm. local businesses where people are supposedly famous, but within like a 50-mile oh, radius. Oh, I see what you're you saying. Know? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's I, I love that stuff. People who are famous for being for for buying ad space for the local store. It's like yeah. it, it's like the guy with the mini mall. It's just like <laughs> it's just like a mini mall. You know? <laughs> no, we don't. Know. The, the YouTube video of the commercial, the guy from Mobile, Alabama, uh, he, Montgomery. He, Montgomery, yeah, Montgomery. <laughs> Thank you. It's awesome. Anyway. I love this fucking episode so much. Awesome. And I recognize that most of it was kind of crappy. Because there was that whole subplot of gun that I couldn't care less about. (laughs) Mostly because they pull up with that truck full of random pieces of wood. They each grab one piece of wood and then they both bring it to a giant pile of wood that's already there. And I'm like, now it's ready. (laughs) Okay, here's my beef with the episode. I thought it was about how Wesley's parents made him feel like crap. Oh and yeah. One's friends made him feel like crap. And about how Cordelia being in the commercial made her feel like crap. But that's not what the episode was supposed to be saying. It was supposed to be saying that they didn't belong in their old world anymore. Hmm. That they belong in Angel Investigation. Mm-hmm. I was like, Is, oh. isn't that the same thing? Sometimes Robin Robin doing other things other than being together. Robin. Sometimes yeah. humans Sometimes use repetition to make a point. You mean humans that make repetition to make points? <laughs> yeah, I hear that sometimes humans say the same thing more than once to make a point. Huh. Hmm. More than once. They, In fact, they, yes. They repeat it even though they've already said yes, it. Yes, to convey an idea and make sure that it's clear and properly understood. Mm-hmm. So, so they repeat what they said before <laughs> to really drive the point home. There's no need to get sexual. <laughs> but yes. Sorry, I was just thinking about the bikini again. I have. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, that Cordelia is is the Cordelia I would imagine as an extra on the Benny Hill show. <laughs> <laughs> You mean bikini Cordelia? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Stephanie's been transmogrified into a rabid duck. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog makes babies cry. <laughs> okay. I'm telling everyone right now, if we get a single complaint about audio on this show, I will find you and I will wear a bikini in front of you. <laughs> because Robin has a newborn, so shut the fuck up and deal. And Stephanie has a dog who's very cute. <laughs> it has to be babysat. Mm-hmm. 
dog is very cute. Yeah, oh, so we um, we lost one of our family members this week. Aww. Our our oldest cat. We uh, we we decided that it was time. We we're gonna let her pass into the uh, still night and the cold night. And she'd been alive for a very long time. Eighteen years is a very long oh life for a cat. Mm-hmm. And she, we were getting the the impression she was starting to suffer, not just being slow and you know steady, but. I look at that dog you have, Steph, and I would never in a million years. <laughs> never in a million years what? Have a dog. <laughs> Why? Because she's chewing on my hand. It's just so much work. I've had a dog before, and I just, ugh, yeah, not a good really dog is. owner. And then all of a sudden, who knows, maybe a portal opens up, and they're taken <laughs> away into another world. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm skipping ahead. Skipping what to the next episode? Cordelia is in a different dimension. How you do you know how long I've been waiting for this kind of crap to happen that doesn't just look like some horrible warehouse from Baywatch Nights with a gym mat? So, in theory, all she has to do, since we know that there's a portal there, all she has to do is recite what she read in the book and she can get back to LA. Can we talk about that book? No, we haven't talked about anything. Because it's awesome. <laughs> there are no vowels. No. <laughs> there are none. <laughs> Alright. Robin? Yes? How's it going? Oh. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you, Robin. <laughs> Why do you look so pissed? Oh no, it's just no, uh, he's tired. Child, it seems that at this point in the evening, it's usually the I am so cranky that I will not settle down for anything. Are we oh. still talking about the baby? Mm. <laughs> or are we talking about me again? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh. No, don't be. Don't apologize. But it is the redemption cast, and usually you kind of walk us through points. And I'm just wondering if you want us <laughs> to do. take over. Poor Robin. Do you want us to take? Uh, let's see. What what is what is there to talk about? Uh, well, I I I have to say the whole community takes a uh, big giant sigh that they can now say Lorne, and that I can blurt out the name Lorne on the podcast uh, and hope that nobody notices. Before, but but now, I, yeah, now I can say it freely. So, yeah, I've I, seen Lauren so many times in this podcast; it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I went to IMDb to research Andy Hallett because I, you know, I heard he had died and stuff, passed away. Uh, he is no more, and he did? Um, oh. yeah, and uh, I wanted to see what else he would been in and see a picture of him without makeup. And he has that Tarantino chin, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And, um, adult or child? Adult, okay. And, um, it's, uh, I saw his name there listed in the credits, and I didn't realize that that was a big reveal later, which, you know, kind of cut that out of the podcast. I was spoiled on his name earlier on, too. Yeah. Are you? (laughs) Wow. By me? Because I've said No. No, I was, I was, um, I was looking up something and then I saw the name Lorne and I was like, who the hell's Lorne? And then I, I was, uh, it was, I was reading a, a transcript of an earlier scene and then I was uh, like, that's the karaoke master. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, name is Lorne. Oh my gosh. And I just don't pay attention. <laughs> so, I'm, so I never knew that that was ever uttered. He who shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's like, like all this time, people, some people have been like, "Why don't you just call him by his name? What does it matter?" I was like, "Because it's kind of like a joke." It is a joke, <laughs> and it was awesome when it showed up. Your name is Lorne, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know if I still see this quote. <clears throat> um, let's see, what else? Um, were you guys happy to hear more about, uh, more about Lorne? Yes. Uh, yes. About his, uh, about his uh, cowardly ways. His cowardly ways and, and more. How he rejected his culture. Yeah. 
now, his power is used in like his warrior, like was it was brother or something like that? Cousin. 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 Now he uses it to almost like hunt. Mm-hmm. He can sense his auras and do that, but Thorn does it to uh, yeah, find I'm, people's I'll, destinies. Yeah, I love that. Thorn did not fit into his world. He had to come here to fit in. And that the cousin just kind of, you know, was, he was celebrated there in that culture for his talents and everything, but, um, and how. So you're saying Lauren is looking to belong to something too? Oh, he belongs here too. Yep. It's all about belonging. By the way, (laughs) if I'm walking in a hoity-toity restaurant and someone accuses me of wearing the skin of children. (laughs) <laughs> I'm probably not going to be okay with that at no. all just so you know I love the fist bump oh, that was my favorite <laughs> Angel is such a loser Angel's so happy to do a fist bump <sighs> when did he turn oh, it, he when did I miss his not. turn into being a loser he wasn't a loser like this before I mean I kind of like it He's just so happy to, that they, yeah. that he's friends with them again. He's the man of the totem pole now. Yeah. So he's yeah. just, you know, he's trying to, he's still trying to suck up a bit. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. I love that fist bump. Fist bump was good. That, and then when uh, Cordelia is on the set for the commercial, Angel <sighs> walks past that hot girl in the bikini. Yeah, I know. Who is smiling at him. To go stand in the simulated sun. Sunlight, mm-hmm. I know. I love that. That was mm-hmm. really cool. I didn't know, realize what he was doing. I thought he was like, it looked like a peaceful scene and he wanted peace. And then when he told Cordy what he was doing, I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> so Wesley's father is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now I know this isn't a podcast about Lost. All the good boy, cowboys have daddy issues. Yeah, all cowboys have daddy issues. And uh, daddy issues aside, uh, you know what? Just drop that zero and find yourself a hero, Wesley. <laughs> Make up Go, a Ricky. pretend father. Go, Go, okay? Pick pick a celebrity. Uh, pick Bob Barker as your father or something. Who cares? Okay? <laughs> be his dad. It doesn't matter. Dad. You know, just pick someone. Who can be your dad, and imagine that as your dad, whether it's, um, hmm, they're good dads. The guy from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm sure he's he's a perfect father, and nothing Walter, could ever be wrong. Walter White. Walter White? <laughs> no, yeah, bad example. Aces. You know who I thought my should have been my dad whenever I had daddy issues? Bill Cosby? MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver would be the perfect dad. Not MacGyver from Stargate, but MacGyver from MacGyver. That's who. The so Wesley, MacGyver. MacGyver could be your dad. Just forget your real dad. You don't need him. He's I across like the sea. Hi. Like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I kind of like the scene where they, where Gun's old crew came back to ask him just for his truck. Oh, <laughs> poor Gun. <laughs> but I don't. Um, I totally forgot that Wesley got shot. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> I, the zombie I'm cop like, episode. I'm like, oh yeah, they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> It's been so long, I think, since I've seen the show. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I didn't forget that, I did not forget that Wesley had been shot, but I did forget that those guys were in that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this was kind of confusing because there was a Hecklar demon that they were going to kill. They went and killed it before the 5K started. And then there was the Power Walkers. other yeah, and then there was the dragon. Yes. Yeah, that was that ugly thing with the teeth. Yeah. It was dragon. the thing that was released from the, the porthole, from the portal. 
He's not a draken. He's a draken. Oh, two A's? Just like he's not a heckler. It's a heckler. (laughs) Heckler. Are they alluding to AA? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's probably what it is. Good. That's what I thought. Got it. I love that French people got slammed in this episode, too, by the way. (laughs) Because you know what? (laughs) That's the French, right? (laughs) Especially Canadian French. Oh, snap. He went there. (laughs) Yeah, you guys realize I'm not French-Canadian, right? (laughs) Like, French-Canadian is actually an ethnicity. Is Portugal French? (laughs) Yes. Portugal is You're French. Portuguese. Portuguese. Instead of Canada geese. Is that a goose joke? <laughs> Whoa, we're to hate on geese. No, the slur for Portuguese, if I remember correctly from elementary school, is pork and cheese. Oh, really? Yeah, not very creative, considering I like both of those things with my breakfast. <laughs> That's right, bitch. I am pork and cheese. What are you, granola and rice cakes? <laughs> According to my grandfather, I'm a Dago. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> it's a Dago. Is that is it? I think it's a slur for Italian? Italians. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's also greaseball. <laughs> well, let's get banned <laughs> oh from god. YouTube. I have an anthropology degree. YouTube. It's okay. <laughs> We're talking no. about it. Um, I so, thought a French Canadian was a frog. Uh, Kim. Um, you might be really well placed to be able to comment on this Um, seeing as one of your parents is British Yes. are British people kind of really cold and aloof or is that just a stereotype do you know what I mean like when it comes to parenting have you been exposed to any British people who would be really cruel Um, like no but she's exposed herself to British people (laughs) (laughs) all the time I think it depends (laughs) Because I do notice, like, with my cousins, mm-hmm. they have two British parents. Yes. And they 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 were, like, they had free reign to do whatever. There was no, where my mother's very controlling. Okay. <laughs> where, yeah, but her mother, my grandmother, was the opposite. So, she, not that she was cold or anything, but she, I think my mother made a conscious effort to not be, like, I see. Um, the rest of the family. Okay. Because I'm wondering how... But I do understand what you mean. Because I'm wondering how, how fair is it for, you know, Wesley's dad to be this cold, uh, let, you know, I'm going to make my son feel bad type stereotype. And I was wondering if it was just a stereotype or if it's one of those... I think it's that he uh, it was disappointed that Wesley was fired from the Watchers Council. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that's, you know, Watcher's Council or something that it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty big deal to get into. Yeah. And that this, uh, they're living in Tinseltown, so it's not as uh, prestigious as working for the Watcher's Council. And working with a vampire yes. on top of it? No, no. Yeah. Oh. Interesting how you called it his that's group. Thing, like... And not the agency. Or the in, or the detective agency. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe he's not being uh, upfront with his father. Maybe he's keeping things from him. So we obviously had to be reminded that Wesley is long-winded. <laughs> we don't don't want to let the viewers forget that. <laughs> oh, gun! I, I do appreciate Wesley's answer, which I won't say because it might be someone's quote, like mine. Um, but when Gunn just wants him to get to the point. And then Cordy is mortified that Angel's at her shoot. And I would be too. How the hell did Angel even get in? How did, yeah. Why was he there? He had to ask her a question. Yeah. And he yeah, couldn't wait. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can't wait. She's a vision girl. Mm-hmm. He That's wanted true. to know about That's true. stuff that she saw. Tis Listen, true. There's a demon out there. It's very important stuff. I know. And then he sees her in the bikini. And then the stereotype of the casting couch director comes out. Oh, too much. Ugh. Oh, wow. like he, was, he, was like, he was 
doing everything except foaming from the mouth. I was like, this is just too much. Oh, and his nerdy assistant? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the director. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What a sleazeball. Indeed. But, but he's, Angel... You know, he's a believable sleazeball. Angel should have bit like, his oh, tongue. Right, right. Angel that? should have been quiet and respect Cordelia's thing. Yeah. He ruined it for her. I mean, yeah, she's in a situation that's less than comfortable and less than ideal, but he was still making it worse. Did she go through with the whole commercial in the end? We don't know. Yeah, we don't uh, actually know. I think she we did. We saw them her working on it later. Yeah. Yeah, but she kind of left and was already back at Angel Investigations. She was in the guy's light. Yeah. And then, but you then know... She... Gotta fall out of my bathing suit. <laughs> I was like, if she wanted the commercial that badly, she would have done anything. Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, how long has she been in LA, and this is her first experience being objectified by someone in position uh, <laughs> of authority? I mean, come on, mm-hmm. folks. Well, I'm not. It hasn't gotten that bad. <laughs> I'm not justifying this, but we all know what happens, right? Uh-huh. It's terrible. So, what happened to Fred? Like. She's just gone, or maybe we're going to see her in the next episode. And the... hopefully, she'll be in the next episode. And what? Here's my prediction. Yeah. The reason why Cordelia got sucked through that portal is because the whole powers that be need her to go rescue Fred. Why would they? Why would they need? And okay. it'll it'll also thing. it'll it'll also mean that she gets some personal growth out of it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, see, there was a lot of foreshadowing in this episode that you don't realize mm-hmm. until you go back and watch it again. So I was like, so I guess Fred kind of, or whatever her name was, was doing sort of this, she just kind of read it out loud, not realizing what she was doing, and then opened this portal five years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. the idea that I got. Winifred so, Burkle. So I wonder if we're going to see her, like, if if we're going to see her wherever Cordelia is, and she's, like, totally become one of the natives there, and she's, like, <laughs> like castaway styles, like, she's just trying to survive. <laughs> no, <laughs> there are clearly people around, because she saw all those animal hides. I know, I'm just thinking, what if that's what, what Fred is, has done for survival? <laughs> I think that would be great. I think that'd be awesome. Well, I love, I love how Lorne charms the librarian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How she's like (gasps) horrified at his face. And then he's like, ha ha, how are you? (laughs) I almost expected him to actually fulfill what he said he might just do. Yeah. (laughs) He might just show up up the next day. That was cute. But it's so true. Like, he's got to live with that every day. How does he go out and do stuff? I guess he doesn't. Kind of has to stay within the the demon zone, I guess. (laughs) The demon zone. zone. (laughs) That's what daddy used to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy drank. So horrible. Daddy drank a lot. (laughs) I'm just quoting kids in the hall. <laughs> I like that he gets to go outside of the karaoke bar. Yeah. He must love it. Hey, it's LA. Yeah, it, it is. They're all weird. Can I just there? say how awesomely color coordinated Lorne is? <laughs> <laughs> He's my friggin' he hero, man. He's my fashion <laughs> hero. <laughs> yep. So you can recognize that he's color coordinated. But yeah, you can't tell crushed pink velvet lashes with red hair. (laughs) I'm going to uh, take a page out of the Brad Couples book and say, I denounce and reject you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's get back on point here. Lauren was singing. (laughs) I thought Cordelia was going to go there because that was right after she said, I hate my life so much. Or I hate every part of my mm-hmm. life. And she was walking away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought that she was going to go to Caritas and have Lauren look into her soul and help her out. But in fact, he was just singing. Yeah. 
And there was that horrible uh, <laughs> earring to nose ring chain demon. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's the bassist from Skid Row. <laughs> Rachel, what was his name? Rachel something? Oh, God. I... It's gonna uh, bother you forever. I think it's, like, I think it's minor. No, uh, I used to listen to that band. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Well, before Sebastian Bach got super fat, it was really good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's just bloated. It was terrible. So this entire episode was really strange. I really, 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 really loved it, but all the gun parts were like. I know. I I don't. Ugh. Are they, we? You know, they're the the they find a theme for the episode, and they they want to hit the you know they want to hit every character with with it. It's yeah, the way it is, and that's what you go to for the gun. It's, it's, <sighs> you know, he he's, he's should have been there. He should have been there. And now, well, they should have waited for him. Yeah, but here's another person dead because of these vampires. But why a funeral pyre? Why? A Viking funeral pile. <laughs> because because they don't know if he's going to be a vampire or not. Wasn't it to give him a chance to say, Valhalla! <laughs> Another page of the Brad Couples playbook? Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, I, I I read from it weekly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, How about like, the... Uh... How about the several times when Angel tries to take over, he like steps up to be the leader, and he's like, oh. And then he like, sorry, Wesley, you tell well, us what we should do. Yeah. It's, it's a natural thing for him. Exactly. Yeah. He's a natural mm-hmm. leader. He is a natural leader. And Wesley is, I don't know. I think having Angel around is bad for Wesley's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't in a good place at the beginning of the episode. No. <laughs> he was very, he's very meek in this episode. I, uh-huh. I, I just like the all shucksness when he's uh, talking to uh, Gunn and his friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> 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 uh, Agreed. But, um, yeah. yeah. Everybody's trying to find their place. It, I I did find the the beginning of this episode. I was you know it, it it was kind of unfocused, but when you get to that last part of the episode, it it gets even. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Lots of it's so much. It's gosh, there's so many funny parts in this episode from just Angel acting like a completely awkward old man. <laughs> <laughs> just all the like just I love the Angel being cheap at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awesome because it's just like I don't know. He, what do you what do you do when you put you know a guy like that in you know a fancy restaurant or whatever? Like oh, let's make him, let's let's make him cheap. <laughs> but he's been cheap for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Inflation. You know why? You know why Angel's so cheap? You know how well. old people are shocked at the cost of bread in the store these days? He's hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. What do you mean I have to pay more than two cents for this car? Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Back in true. my day, school was like this. And, <laughs> well, yeah. or like me. I remember when gas was 99 cents a gallon. <laughs> what the fuck is oh, a gallon? Days. <laughs> 3.8 <laughs> liters. <laughs> So what do your milk? What does the milk come in in Canada? Hmm? Bags. No, no, what? we have we have cartons and we have bags. Bags. Yeah, we have these little plastic milk jugs. Don't laugh. And uh, they are. Have you seen that YouTube video with a girl? Shows milk in bags. Yeah, you can buy milk in bags. It's more affordable, and you can freeze them. So yeah. if you need to oh. keep milk for later. Because it's on sale, you can get milk in bags. It's the cheapest way to get it. But we we also have milk in cartons. Yeah. So, um, Lauren's cousin is, I guess, your stereotypical hunter gatherer guy. 
Yeah, everybody's stereotypical in this episode. From, <laughs> the demons to the directors to the gangbangers. Nobody, there's no originality in everything. I understand. <laughs> Sorry, um, Tank. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ride or die. I wish I knew who the hell you were talking about. But, um, Google it. No. He's the Canadian guy. Did you did you, <laughs> Fuck ever you, see you racist? Goon? Have you seen the movie Goon? I no. love Goon. Goon is so I don't big. need to see that. I live it once a week. <laughs> He's the coach and goon. He's the coach and goon. Cool. So I felt really bad for Lorne. Here what? he is for a long time being like super duper hotshot guy. And then you find out that he's actually a reject from his own world and everyone's uh-huh. ashamed of him. And, you know, it kind of took away some of the magic. But see, I didn't take it that way. I take it as, and this is why Mutant Enemy writing is so good. I feel like it's very personal. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I, um, people who are writers... Or, or actors who who came up through theater are um, such different people as people who are athletic and sporty and hunting that hunt and use their skills to hunt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lauren, it, Lauren's like, I had to leave my homeland to find a place where I'm accepted. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not appreciated in my homeland. I'm appreciated here mm-hmm. in Tinseltown. Very true. Yeah, I love how he's all like, uh, what he says exactly, obviously, it would be a quote, so it doesn't paraphrase. <laughs> the whole, uh, like how he was like really popular with the ladies while they're, <laughs> they're all out uh, being, being gathering. <laughs> what else uh, happened? Should we do some feedback as we're doing this? Yep. Yeah, my jogger, my I have a uh, an email here from Heidi. Heidi. Hey, Skarg. Hey. Swath of the Deathwalk Clan. That's what I named my iPad. Well, <laughs> Krevlorn Swath. The rest wouldn't fit. I'm so happy I can say Lorne now. It was very difficult saying the host all season, especially when that weird Stephanie Meyer movie was coming out. Anyway, this episode has a lot of setup, but it's enjoyable. I always love when anyone interacts with Lorne, and adding his cousin to the mix makes it all more fun. Hope you enjoyed it, Heidi. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Heidi. Thank you. Thanks for sending us emails. Oh. Uh, your email has been selected as the prize winner for your raffle. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, and I want to go to the uh, the live taping of the Arsenio Hall show. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're going? <laughs> no, we got like an invitation. Oh, I totally go. That show's hmm. going to be canceled soon. <laughs> you want to do Facebook feedback? Sure. It's all stuff we've already done. Tina says, I really like this episode, especially that we learn a lot more about the host slash Lorne and where he comes from. Didn't care about gun story this week. Quite the cliffhanger with Cordy getting sucked into the portal. Can't wait to hear your thoughts and watch the next few eps of the season. And then Harold writes, my notes upon first viewing. Why is the language section of the library stacked with rows of legal case books plus one spell book? prediction cordelia will find the missing librarian of course what has she been up to the last five years is she now a a warrior princess b overworked mother to six demon children or c a librarian okay we have to choose i say librarian (laughs) but more sexy i think that she's gonna like where she is and not want to be saved Hmm. Hmm. And Cordelia going there will be all for naught. 
<laughs> and hate that part of her life too. Exactly. Azia Yilmaz says, Wait until you guys get to the spin-off featuring Angel in a David Hasselhoff type role on Pylea. <laughs> awesome. Patrick says, Do I have to read this? <laughs> Crevlorn Swath of the Deathwalk Clan is the best name in the history of fiction. I give this really? Really? You think that's better than Zaphod Beeblebrox? You, sir, <laughs> you, sir, are a Vogon's testicle. Now, I'll continue reading your feedback because you are a dedicated listener. Crevlor and Swath of the Deathwalk Clan is the best name in the history of fiction. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10 KVDRNBFTKTTs. <laughs> what is that? I don't get it. He just did everything without the vowels. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, he didn't. I think he just used random words. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretending there was a portal. There really wasn't a portal. Bob says, just happy we don't have to call him the host anymore. Read. Gray says this episode is great. It starts out feeling like it's just going to be another case of the week type episode, but they dispose of the Hacklar demon that they had been talking up off screen, and then it turns into a backstory for the host. And we finally learn that his name is the very fun to both say and write Kevlarn Swath of the Death Walk Clan, or Lorne for short. Did any of the newbies catch the couple of times that Robin or someone else would slip and call him Lorne instead of the host, or was it a surprise? I just love the interaction between Lord and Landog. So hilarious, and I like that Cordy is now trapped in Pali. Uh, so we will now get to see more of Lorne's home dimension. Lastly, as a red-blooded American male, I can't, I cannot comment on Cordy during the commercial shoot. Wow. Good for charisma because she looks amazing in that bikini. And if you follow her on Twitter, she still looks that good. She does. She is aging very well. Um, what else? Was I, I love it. I I love it how there's. I think there are a couple of people in the Facebook group that never miss an opportunity to compliment Charisma Carpenter on how awesome she looks right now, and I think it's <laughs> hilarious. I, I'm I'm not judging. Because, frankly, I think she's totally hot. Not really my type, but she's totally hot. And, you know, uh, I just think it's really funny how at any moment, at any opportunity compliment, it's... Pardon? Well, as... I said it's not... It's true. Not everybody likes hot. Well, as someone who is (laughs) almost as old as she is, it is really hard to... I mean, it's, it's one thing to look like that when you're in your early 20s. But to look like that when you're in your early 40s is very amazing. difficult. It's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Simone I says. See some, people, some people that are my age look like they've had. Uh, what are those? What are those things that press out? Those like equipment that you ride. That's, Jackhammer. Whatever. Bench they, press. They had that, that done to their face. we're almost done Simone says Lorne yay so glad we finally call him by his given name I've always enjoyed the fact fruit of knowledge necklace girl disappeared in 1996 the year the first season of Buffy was filmed oh okay poor gun a member of his O gang got bit Angel is all kinds of funny throughout this episode and uh, where's Cordelia Oh, how precious! I think your baby's stoned. <laughs> She's just looking up. I, anything to get her to calm down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Am I right? I'm. I'm right, aren't I? Okay. That's awful. That's awful. 
All right, oh, back to me. Is that it, really? Okay. All right, that's it for the feedback. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. So, um, I have a couple more points that I want to bring up. First of all, uh, Lorne is awesome. Secondly, Angel, clearly, when Lorne was asking him, how would you like to live in a place like that? You know that's exactly where he wants to live. Angel wants to live in a place that is all about the good versus evil and there's no subtlety. It's a good or evil and that's it. And that would be perfect for him. So you know he's just jonesing to go there. In fact, I expected him to get pulled through that portal and I was surprised it was Cordelia. Because Angel does not fit in going to fancy restaurants. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He doesn't belong in society. And uh, if anybody disrespects anybody around him, especially the women folk, he shall have their heads. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst, though. Do you want me to? Do you want me to rip his head off? Because I could totally do that. I could he really rip it off. Like oh, but it's worse. More badass. No, but it's worse, ladies. Do you really like it if if someone comes up to you and says, "Do you want me to rip that guy's head off?" No. Yes. No, I have no. <laughs> All the time, yes. The girl came up to me and was just like, that guy's disrespecting you? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I like, sexist. You should listen to your daughter. <laughs> this is the... This is the... Um, the visual part of our the visual podcast. part of our show. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just shocked Kimberly's still awake. All right, I have no more points except I love this episode and I really want to watch the next one. Right. I know this is this is definitely like it's not a lot to talk about. Yet we get the theme. Everybody doesn't belong. What's up? Oh, I have one more point. Isn't that the most fire-prone way to store pallets you've ever seen? Let's build a labyrinth out of these pallets. <laughs> but what if you lose your cat? Uh, it's a great place to hunt for your cat. Yes. <laughs> or a captured woman who doesn't call out for help. Do they ever in TV? <laughs> well, I think they didn't want to pay her scale for a speaking role. Yeah. No lines for so you. So she was able to go, ah! And they probably ADR'd like it that. after. Just like the baby there. Yeah. Just like that. She's got gas. You time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, feedback can be sent to us via email, right, Kimberly? Yes, redemptioncast at gmail.com. Awesome. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter at RedemptionCast. You can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com to check out our show notes. And you can obviously join the Potential Cast Facebook group. That's spoiler-free, and it's facebook.com slash groups slash PotentialCast. There's a phone number, but we don't know it. Robin knows it. phone number? Nope. 26 garg 260-46-GARG. 260-46-GARG. 26-GARG? I don't two six cigar. I don't know. Try, try those three, and whichever one is not a sex line is us. Awesome. Two six zero oh, two six card. All right, that's the one. Two six zero oh, two six card. I really right. enjoyed this episode because it's um. Because, I don't know, it's from watching Buffy earlier, yep. getting angry at parts. <laughs> the Tara this, parts? Even though it it felt like, <laughs> it felt like it was going to be Monster of the Week. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And it was all leading up to that. And I was getting, I was getting end, ready for it. At the very end, you're just like, all oh, right. Yeah. Like, I just thought, okay, he's going to go back to his own world. They're all going to end up with a little laugh, ha, 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 freeze frame, and then go to credits. But no, it was a great cliffhanger. And I was yeah. like, sweet. We're going to see more of this. So I would laugh so hard. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great setup. Clip, edit, edit, freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I thought this cliffhanger was just as good as the Buffy one. Really? We're comparing. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I found that the ep- uh, these episodes, they aired the same night, because they kind of paralleled each other, so, and they both had a pretty decent cliffhanger, so, I enjoyed it. Did I give it a rating? Sure. Let's give it 8 out of 10. Nice. Portals. What? <laughs> 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 maybe maybe even eight and a half. I won't give it a nine because it wasn't that strong. But eight and a half. Eight point two five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I love this. I love other dimension stuff. I loved uh getting Lauren backstory. Um again, just like Kim said, it was leading up to a monster of the week and then it swerved into, uh, unknown mythology. And we don't get a lot of mythology in this show. And I'm glad that we're hopefully going there. Um, I'm really, really hoping. And Cordelia got sucked into another world. I wonder if she'll see Cass and Donna and. No, no one. Another world. Okay, I thought you were going Mary. Mackenzie Corey, Amanda Corey. No one. Donna. Donna. I said Donna. Oh, okay. The guy with the ponytail, the old man with the gray hair. That was Charles Hutchins. (laughs) What's wrong with you? That was Mackenzie Corey's arch nemesis. Until it turned out he was good, and then he and Rachel Corey... Got it home. I thought his name was Carl Winthrop. Carl Winthrop? Yeah, is that another show I'm thinking of? Winthrop. Winthrop. Was, no, that was Cass Winthrop Cass was the curly hair. He was bipolar. But it was uh, uh, either Carl Felicia, Hutchins. It was right? Carl Hutchins. Felicia was there. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I love this episode. I loved Cordelia going into another world. I can't wait for the next episode. So, as a lead up, I'm going to be grading it on anticipation. There's a theme going yeah. on. And I'm going to give it uh, an 8.5 out of 10 um, Harry Potter mentions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode so much that it actually pained me to have to stop watching and not go to the next one. Whoop, whoop. Robin would fist pump if he did another babe. Oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, the cliffhanger alone was ridiculous. And yeah, so I'm going to give this, oh, geez, nine out of ten. Robin's like, what? Nine? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it that much and I want more. Has that happened? I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with uh, Gabby? I know I was hating on Buffy. He just screwed up the curve, Gabby. Sorry. <laughs> um, nine out of ten. Awesome karaoke scenes. <laughs> well, I, I, I will. Um, I. Th- there was so much information packed, so much exposition, mm-hmm. exposition mm-hmm. camouflaged in such great dialogue. Yeah, that's what and, was so good about it because it agreed. wasn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't do it all in one scene, right at the very end, leading up to the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It was like Ernie Hudson in Ghostbusters. The entire episode, and it was funny and it was engaging the entire time. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And I think I totally I mean, agree. Lauren is so charming, and I think the guy that played his cousin was great. He was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. And if you look up his picture, he is a really handsome actor. <laughs> Under all that makeup. Anyway, <laughs> um, I give it 8 out of 10. Beginnings of a fun new story arc. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> 
no spoilers. Oh, Rubino? the spoiler is that it's fun. There's oh, fun... opinion spoilers again. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fun. Supported. Who's going to rate now? Uh, Who hasn't rated? Robin. Me. Okay. Um, I just took myself off the mute to rate and to say, awesome. Glad to hear you guys enjoying this. Worried when it gets. I was like, oh, it's going to take a little change in tone from the uh, dark and dismal to the, you know, angel being kind of funny, you know, it's a different tone. I thought, I was hoping you guys weren't going to be like, what is going on here? <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. it, but it's still like, you know, I don't know. I just love this cast. I love these, love these kids. Um, this is definitely a very big, you know, setup episode, getting pieces into place. Yada yada yada. Um, so I'm giving it. Uh, let's see, eight out of ten tavern wenches. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, that gives us an eight point four for um, this episode. Yay! Yay! How how you guys enjoyed Dead End? So I look forward to hearing that. Um, yeah, yeah, for those of you watching live, Dead End will be edited tomorrow morning, <laughs> and then posted tomorrow afternoon, and such. I can't wait to hear you guys' reaction to me neither. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. What's next week? Oh, uh, next week on uh, Angel, uh, next month on Redemption Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Uh, it's the uh, um, episode Over the Rainbow. As Cordelia's in Oz, I get it. Australia. All right. I'm going to do my quote right now. Go. <laughs> Call me crazy. But I'm getting the weirdest sense of deja vu here. How come every time you and me hit the big city, we end up in a library, Snoresville? Next time, why don't we do something fun? Like what? Eldon's in town next month. What do you <laughs> say? You and me, back row seats? I don't do big and crowded. Mr. Elton John hits the first few keys a yellow brick road. I defy you not to feel like the only other person in the room. You like doing... I love Lorne! I love his personality! He's so smarmy and awesome! But he's not like a jerk. I still like, uh... I still kind of, uh... Uh, kind of cringe when I hear Lauren because I'm afraid somebody's getting spoiled. <laughs> it's awesome. You guys are saying Lauren. I'll go next since I'm talking. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, right. Lauren Green. Bonanza? 15 years in the air? Not mean anything to anyone here? I wish okay, we could quote. <laughs> Sorry, Robin. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I wish we could quote Wesley and Cordelia's reaction. <laughs> or they just look at him dumbfounded. Yeah, the script notes actually say, um, right, Lauren Green, Cordelia and Wesley look puzzled. Bonanza, Cordelia and Wesley still look puzzled. Fifteen <laughs> years in the air, not in the middle Cordelia and Wesley continue to look puzzled. I mean, walking I get, but power walking? Why not just run for a shorter time? Weird. Because <laughs> one of them hit him. <laughs> I, love, I love that quote. Poor Wesley. All right. My quote is, pardon. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the French, they get so little respect. You're not. I want to say this as someone who's been in France. The only French that are really awful and rude are the ones in Paris. Anywhere else in that country, and everyone's super friendly and accommodating and welcoming, and they're really nice. And boy, do they love wine! <laughs> and they love sharing it with you. And they're lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially <laughs> on the western coast. La Rochelle is one of my favorite places. Mm. All right. Enough <sighs> apologetics. Alrighty. Folks, thank you for watching. I'm going to stop the broadcast so I can play some copyrighted music. Hope you enjoyed the show. And Kim, thank you so much for staying awake. We really appreciate it. Oh, Bye, God. everyone. I want to thank you for staying awake. Bye, y'all. The entire time. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs>
on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was thinking all this time, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, if there's any problems, I'll just mute myself. Well, I didn't expect the microphone to constantly be muted. I'm like, uh, okay, the baby's crying. The microphone's muted, but I can't turn it back on again. Just mm. say, hold on a second. <laughs> now I just have this big microphone here, so. All right. Betty, what um, do you have? What is that? Uh, uh, Give me that. Give me that. What is that? Oh, my God. Kimberly has about seven more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the dog's been chewing on a glue stick. Oh no. What? That's gross. Well. Are we ready? Let's do this, y'all. Robin, do your thing. Let's do it. Alright, your thing. Chase Lady Luck till we finally struck Bonanza. With a gun and a rope and a hat full of hope, we planted our family tree. We got a hold of a pot full of gold Bonanza. With a horse and a saddle and a ring full of cattle, how rich can a fella be? On this land we put our brand, how trite is the name? Fortune smiled the day we piled upon the Rosa claim. Here in the West we're living in the best Bonanza. If anyone fights any one of us, he's gonna fight with me. And Joe and Adam know every rock and pine. No one works, fights, or eats like those boys of mine. Here we stand in the middle of a grand bonanza. With a gun and a rope and a hat full of hope, we planted our family tree. We got a hold of a pot full of gold bonanza. With a house full of friends with a rainbow ends, how rich can a fella be? On this land we put our brand, our pride is the name. Fortune smiled the day we filed the Ponderosa claim. Here in the West, we're living in the best bonanza. The friendliest, whiteness, lovingest band that ever set foot in a promised land. And we're happier than them all. 